everybody. Matt Medley here with the Weekly Wisconsin Sports Show. I gotta think of a better name for that. I'll... (laughs) I'll work on that. Now that my schedule is cleared a little bit because uh, my Sundays are definitely clear, that's for sure. We'll get to that in just a moment. But thanks for tuning in. Uh, we'll go through some bucks and, of course, those Green Bay Packers. But let's start off with the bucks. Just a couple notes, and then basically the rest of this podcast is going to be a Green Bay Packers rant. Uh, the bucks are destroying everybody still they have not lost in uh three weeks it's been uh they lost to uh san antonio spurs earlier in the season and they're just crushing people so there's going to be some trade talk coming up uh trade deadlines in uh two weeks i think and then uh there's going to be talk on some all-star stuff which always kind of bores me uh until they actually i don't really watch the all-star game i think it's interesting when teams are on it But me, just like the rest of the United States, really does not care about the game. Giannis is dominating. He's one of the best players in the league. So what, you know, I get to watch an all-star every time I tune into my favorite team. But that's coming up a little bit. They are also playing in... Oui, oui, Paris, uh, this Friday. Oh, I always say the date. I forgot the date. Gosh dang it. It is January 22nd, uh, but they're playing this Friday against Charlotte in France. That should be a fun one. If you happen to have NBA TV, you could grab that. Unfortunately, I do not. I have League Pass, and whenever it's on NBA TV, I do get bounced for some unfortunate reasons. So that is uh, Friday, uh, 2 p.m. Central Time, noon my time, because it is in Paris, France. So that's a fun one. But other than that, nothing really to talk about with the Milwaukee Bucks. They are just rolling, and we got plenty of time to get into them. So let's get into the Green Bay Packers. Now, last week, I had a special guest on. Amalia was nice enough to join me, break down the game a little bit as a 49ers fan. I'm not talking to her uh, until the Super Bowl's over. Actually, before I get into the Packer thing, just time out for one second. I think it's a fun thing. We talked about this a little bit with Washington when the Washington... I almost called them the Senators, the Nationals. The Nationals beat the Brewers. And then it was like, well, do you want to see the Nationals win? Because they beat your favorite team. And then you can excuse yourself that it's like, well, it's destiny, blah, blah, blah. In this instance, I'm going no. I hate the 49ers. I hope they lose. I hope Kansas City Chiefs win by 50. I hope the 49ers feel no joy. I hope that they all get herpes in uh, in Miami for some reason. I hate them. I hate them. I hate all of them. And it probably helps that I know a bunch of Kansas City folks, so I would like to see them do well. But no, no, no. Not for this. I, I cannot stand the 49ers and I will not sit idly by and uh, be like well you know if they win then that means we lost to the team and oh get the fuck out of here Chiefs all the way so 
Last week, I'm talking to Amalia. We're breaking down the game. We're going through things. And as I've said before, I am no NFL coach. I am a fan. I've been watching football all my life. I've been watching Packer games all my life, especially. I have some Madden experience, and that's about it. So I skated over to Amalia. I just said, hey, they're going to take out the run, so let's talk about Jimmy G. Let's not even talk about the running backs. Because I thought that the coaching staff is going to be like, you know what? You know what we should do? Stop that number one run it, rushing attack, you know, because it's number one in the league, and make Jimmy G beat us. Well, apparently they had the opposite game plan. They're like, let's just have them run all over us and have fucking Jimmy G throw under 10 passes in this game. So right off the bat, the coaching staff, I am throwing, where's the bus? Is it coming in five minutes? Well, I'll have the coaching staff to, I'm throwing plenty of people under the bus. I am not happy. This was fucking terrible. After you just got killed by this team. What was it? Two months ago, month and a half. You're going to come out and not even have a game plan for their number one running offense? Not only that, you're going to give up 200 yards of running in a passing league? So I thought I was going to maybe take a couple deep breaths, come into this podcast, uh, come into this podcast, you know, just chill. So I'll say something nice, maybe. I'll, I'll maybe put it all into perspective or whatever. But then... Matt LaFleur had a press conference. It was either today or yesterday. It doesn't matter. But he said he was shocked. Shocked by his team's lack of motivation. Matt LaFleur said that. So I think that's a good point. Because stopping the run isn't only personnel. It isn't only game plan. It's heart. It's getting, getting the offensive line and knocking them backwards. It's being in the right positions, and it's general toughness. So, Matt LaFleur, I agree with you. I agree with you. So, if we're landing it on the coaching staff, let's see who the coach of the Packers are. Let me look this up. Let me look this up in my notes. It's fucking Matt LaFleur! What are you talking about? I'm so... I'm surprised that the team wasn't ready for the game. That's not you, you fucking dickhead! Oh, fuck. Uh, what? Whoa, we should have been more motivated. What are you talking about? And this is one of the problems that I think I've always I've had with the Packers for the longest time is their lack of leadership, especially on defense. Woodson was our last leader. Clay is not a leader. These these Smith twins, they're not, they don't seem to be leaders. Like they're lacking that leadership role on the defense. Hell, you see it all the time. You see it on the sidelines. You see somebody like uh, I can't think of anybody. Uh, Terrell Suggs, for instance, when he was in his prime. It's usually a linebacker. But it's like no one on the team said, whoa, 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 hold on a second, guys. Uh, come here, defense. We should stop the run. We really, this is about heart. We're in the NFC Championship. We're one game away. It's almost like the Packers were just listening to the prognosticators and being like, oh, everybody picked the 49ers and their eight-point favorites. Great. 
let's uh, let's make sure that all that goes to plan. Oh, I I I thought I could do this without screen. This is the going to be the loudest uh, weekly Wisconsin sports show uh, for sure. So uh, the coaching staff didn't have anybody ready. There is some news that they're bringing back Pettit, which I would be really surprised about. This wasn't a good game. Uh, they didn't have the defense ready, and they should have been. I, I, I'm even. Mostert got over 200 yards. Fucking Debo Samuel had two carries for like 65 yards. <laughs> like, they never stopped the run. They stopped the run on the first drive, and then they were like, we're good. We stopped the run. Jesus fucking Christ. Yeah, okay. I'm throwing Rodgers under the bus, too. I know he got some garbage time, second-half shit. Where's his leadership? Where was that? He he had three fumbles. One of them lost on the snap. Didn't even look like he was going to go down and get the ball that was on the ground. I thought it was a dead play. I thought that he snapped it and something happened. You know, it was a false start or something because he just stopped. (laughs) It was bizarre. If you don't want to play, Aaron, just fucking retire. I, I don't. I don't get what the vibe of this team is. And I guess I was making excuses. It's like a good relationship, you know, that you think it's like, here's a better example. It's like an Instagram relationship. Everybody thinks they're doing well on the outside. Wow. 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 Two months later, you find out that they're broken up because they were doing as bad as possible. So, I mean, I, I, they were winning. So I guess I, I, I excused it. I excused a lot of holes because they found ways to win, which I credit the coaching staff of actually winning. But, dude, to admittingly not have your team ready for a conference championship game. Oh, against what I can, I consider the 49ers an NFC rival, one of the most important franchises to beat. Rodgers had the pick as well. I don't know if I mentioned that. We'll get into transactions later on. I wanted to use this as a simple scream rant, apparently. Uh, but Jimmy Graham cannot be the number two. Uh, I've made fun of him all year. He's he's a zombie Jimmy Graham. He's He's not very good anymore. And he's the number two option in this offense. And that's not good. MVS... I didn't even, did he have a catch on Sunday? Geronimo Allison, where's he? What happened with that? That's a failure. The Lazard thing is nice and fun and cute, but he's like a number three or four. He's not a two. So there's some, there's definitely uh, that second offensive weapon has to be addressed. They gave Williams three carries for six fucking yards while Aaron Jones was had five yards per carry. I mean, I know they were nitpicking a butt kicking, uh, but also it's like that didn't help. Not going for it. I will say it was a butt kicking. Fine, whatever. You know, they got some garbage time yards, some garbage time points. It's the classic, like, why haven't you guys been doing this all game? Great. You score a touchdown down 34-7 or whatever the fuck it was. But 
early on in the game, it's fourth and one. They were at like the 45-ish, their own 45, so it was questionable. Go for it, dude. You're on the road. I know you're giving that offensive a short field, but guess what? You punted it away, and the Niners went 90 yards anyways. Plenty of failures to go around in this game. Pretty much, you know when they win and you say like, wow, what a team effort everybody pitched in. Everybody really pitched into this game to get the loss. <laughs> Son of a bitch. And just chalk this up to one of the worst, a bad San Francisco 49er loss. Again, again, fucking nightmares all the time with this team. They rack up 200 yards. Listen, if they had 100 yards rushing and 300 yards passing, I would have been like, wow, what a balanced attack. What a good team. They just, they had it all. I really do think the Packers, like, gave up. I mean, they couldn't, they would, they would not tackle anybody. It was bad. So plenty to talk about over the off season here. You know, like I said, once we get closer to the draft, we'll go over, you know, we'll, we'll spotlight some stuff there, some free agent transactions maybe. But in the meantime, go Chiefs, because this was, this was dumb. This was a dumb one. Ugh. And I, I am not, I've been defending LaFleur all season Again, I, I thought going 13-3 and three was, was good. I just thought this would be closer. I thought they would actually just... Even 20 to nothing and a half, I was like... Actually, scratch that. I called it at the first quarter. <laughs> I mean, I, they had to keep this game close. I knew it. That's why I was so mad about not going for it on fourth and one early. Like... If it was 20 to, like, 10, I would have felt better. But, like, ugh, 20 to fucking nothing. So they just, you know, 49ers just stood back, let Aaron pick them apart, and continue to just run the ball and score. So put up a fucking fight, you guys. Jesus Christ. So there we go. I feel better. I hope you feel better. Go ahead and scream into your, um, uh, uh, at your, I was going to say TV. This is not on TV. You, you get what I'm saying. Go ahead and go ahead and shout. Screw you, LaFleur. Uh, <laughs> you're a head coach of an NFL team and you did have your players ready for the NFC championship game. Awesome. Awesome. Awesome news, dude. Uh, Wisconsin. Oh boy. Wisconsin sports person of the week. I re- I didn't I didn't think it, I, I haven't been thinking anything positive <laughs> this since Sunday, so this is a little tougher for me. I'm gonna give it I'm gonna give it to the uh, to Paris Paris France. Uh, the NBA fans out there, what a treat! You're gonna see our boys, uh, our, our our Milwaukee Bucks play and uh, buy Giannis jersey, be included. Listen to this podcast too. I, I don't. I, I would love an uh, an international crowd. So there you go. Wisconsin sports people of the week are the fans of Paris who get to see our uh, awesome Giannis. And so that is just about it. I mean, I, 
I could say what the national press is saying about our team, but it's pretty much what I just said. I mean, Michael Lombardi, who is a former GM and somebody I check in with, you know, from time to time, his big thing is like, yeah, your defense, like the Packers didn't set the edge against like the fastest running back in the league and the number one running offense in the league. They weren't ready. They didn't set the edge. They didn't, they weren't prepared for the run. It's the NFC championship game. You just saw this team two months ago. Okay, so <laughs> let's leave it at that. Go, Bucker, go Buckies, and uh, enjoy the games this week. Hey, if you can catch that Paris game, even better, but uh, not much for the Bucks uh, over the course of this next week. And, uh, yeah, enjoy the <laughs> – I'm not watching the Pro Bowl. You're not watching the Pro Bowl. We can skip that. But as I said, go Chiefs. Enjoy watching the games this week, and we'll catch you next week.